You may be seated. First, let me say, don't get used to this. This is not, we're not going back to the, you know, 17th century New England where every family has their pew, all right? But for a social space, we've done this this morning, and we appreciate your cooperation uh, in doing this, enabling us to come together, you know, and stay within the guidelines of of, uh, safety that have been laid out for us by the CDC. Uh, And what a great, great day uh, for us to come together and to recognize that we're coming together in more than just um, this congregation here in the building today, but but many of our members and regular attenders are are meeting with us uh, through the internet. And and by your being here today, I think that will make that an even greater experience for them too. So thanks each of you uh, for being here this morning. Um, Singing of the sovereignty of our God this morning, I heard the president of the Orlando Magic NBA basketball team uh, in an interview, his name's Pat Williams, um, they were talking about, you know, is the NBA going to be able to continue? You know, is the earth going to keep rotating, you know, kind of thing. And he said, you know, we might be able to, or we might not. He said, but the thing we've got to remember is the Lord is in charge. And that's who we're singing to this morning. That's who we're going to be singing to. We have a different format this morning than usual. Before we knew this was the National Day of Prayer, we were going to make this a service of prayer because that's what we need. And you hear my granddaughter, and that's okay. You're going to, you know, we, we don't have our, our uh, children's ministry going this morning. Our children's ministry is here this morning. And so we're glad, kids, that you're here this morning. And our youth ministry is all in here this morning. We're, we're glad each of you are here. And I'm thankful uh, for this opportunity. So let's, uh, let's have a word of prayer. Then we'll, we'll get into our scripture and prayer time that we're going to have throughout the service now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we are grateful that we can be here today. Uh, We're thankful for the people that came in yesterday to help make this a sanitized place and and the other um, work that they did. We thank you for each of them. We thank you for all those who have prepared well uh, to lead the service today and for the technology that enables us to be together even when we can't be together. And so we thank you for this time. We thank you that in spite of our national emergency, that you are still the Lord and that we can still trust you. And we thank you for the privilege of meeting together this morning in the name of Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Throughout the service, we'll read a passage of scripture and, ha- and have prayer. We're going to pause just for a moment before we um, before whoever's leading the prayer leads it to give you an opportunity to pray about this issue, whatever it is that we, that we mention, uh, because um, as we pray together, it's not just the, the person that has a microphone uh, that's praying, it's all of us praying. And the first passage that I want us to read this morning is in 1 Peter chapter 4. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7. First Peter four seven. And I want to point out and remember this. This was written over two thousand years ago. Okay. Verse seven. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be clear minded and self-controlled so that you can pray. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be clear-minded and self-controlled so that you can pray. One of the, one of the national newscasters commenting on um, all of the different people that the president has involved in helping solve our, our problems said it's time for, Amer- for all Americans to rise up and do what we do best. This is what we do best. 
believers in Jesus Christ do this best, we pray. We're the ones that get to pray. We're the ones that have access to Almighty God through the work of Christ. We're the ones that that get welcomed in to his throne of grace to pray. And so what we're doing here this morning is what we do best. As he mentions, when things look like the end of the world is near, and remember, the end of the world is near. We are in the last days. We, We were, when Peter wrote this, we still are, because remember, with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. We're in the last times, and what we do is pray, but we need to make sure that we're clear-minded and self-controlled. In other words, that we're right with God, that we're, that we're not living in sin, breaking our fellowship with God, and therefore you know, making us unable to pray. And so as we start our service this morning in prayer, we're going to take a moment to confess silently before the Lord anything that may be between us as individuals and and the Lord himself, trusting in his promise that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So let's bow silently now for a moment. Take a moment to confess as you need to, and then I'll lead us in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we bow before you this morning clean, not because we're so good, but because you are faithful and just and promise to forgive us our sins. We thank you for the work of the Lord Jesus Christ, his death on the cross, his resurrection from the dead, his ascension to your right hand, his ministry of intercession, and the power of the Holy Spirit in each of our lives today. And so we thank you that as our country and as our world, um, in a sense, spins out of control, we thank you that we know that it is in control. It's in your control. And we thank you that you've given us this high position of prayer. And so we humble ourselves before you this morning and call out for your grace and mercy during these days and that you would shine through us the good news that is salvation and eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen. As we continue in worship of a great God who was and is and is to come, the things of this world change. He never does. Let's praise God together.
work done by your hands. I have known your blessings in number than the sins. Though this world is ever changing, one, two, three makes the this morning in this national day of prayer during this national emergency that because of Jesus Christ and the way he's united us with the body of Christ around the world for us nothing is ever only a local emergency and in this kind of situation that we're in today this is a worldwide crisis and we're connected to the world uh, through our relationships with, with brothers and sisters in Christ um, through our missionaries. Um, and, and in some cases, like this morning, uh, um, John, John Thomas is going to lead us in prayer uh, for this um, world crisis that we're in and also share with us a little bit of what's going on uh, down in the, the ministry that we've been supporting through their work um, for many years. We've been, um, I guess we first, uh, we first met in 2007, if I'm not mistaken, 2005, yeah, 2005, so that was a while back. And we've had the opportunity to, to be closely connected um, all these years to the work that um, John and Joy are doing down in Hayes. So, John, if you would come and share with us a few minutes and then lead us in prayer, uh, we would appreciate it. Thank you. And also, if he falls asleep while he's doing this, he just flew in from California just minutes ago. So, you know, we'll wake him up and get him going again. Okay. Welcome, John. Thank you. It's good to see every one of you. We are going to read Psalm 96. Uh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations. His marvelous deeds among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Then all the trees of the forest will sing for joy. They will sing before the Lord for he comes. He comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his truth. A personal word of testimony about this time, you know, 
what comes to mind is, I guess, is a whole hymn. Uh, is I don't know, you know, what tomorrow holds, but I know who holds tomorrow. So that can minimize the, the worries. And if there is one place, whereas we don't even have the infrastructures to deal with a crisis of this type, even ways of communicating how to prevent, you know, that's Haiti. You know, I can, I, we, were, we are still talking about a trip, depending upon how this virus goes. But I can say, I can circumvent insecurities in Port-au-Prince because Fond Blanc is like a little oasis, you know, in the middle of a desert. You know, there is nothing to worry about. As it were, 36 years ago when we moved there, as it is today, our doors are always locked, cars, the keys are in the cars, and we don't have to worry about anything. So if any of you are thinking of coming at some point, Fondebla is not the problem. Port-au-Prince, sometimes it is, but we can get an airplane right from the airport to Fondebla. So I wanted to make that clear, but I don't know what this virus is going to do. My own son was to come to Haiti next week. He's canceling not because of the virus so much, but he doesn't know. If he goes and they say, if you come back, you have to go into quarantine for a couple of weeks and they have to get back to work, so he has to take that into consideration. So those are the realities. But we know who hold tomorrow. <laughs> uh, a brief little presentation about what we've been doing in Fondeblanc. Uh, the Lord has blessed us, and you have been a <laughs> part of that progress that has happened. You know, so you may some of you who have been down, Mark in particular, you know, Bill as well, might recognize the church, but you might notice there are some additions since the last time you were here. And you may see the area that is cleared in the back. There used to be a house, a building back there that we use for classrooms, but now it's, it's being prepared for the building that you guys would be putting up. The building is being shipped from Iowa right now, and it should be in Haiti, you know, next month. And we have 400 children in preschool at the church. We have had to enlarge the church itself to make room because the church has been growing. So we are grateful to the Lord for that. A second aspect of our ministry is not just the evangelism in the preschool, but we have the primary school. And we are adding classes to it, again, to accommodate because we have at least 400 students there also. Uh, for the last couple of years, they have had to eat under the tree <laughs> in the yard because they, we had to take the cafeteria from them to make classrooms. But this year, we were able to make new additions, and everybody is in their classroom, and they have a very nice new cafeteria for them to use. So the Lord has blessed us in that area as well. And third, there is the high school. Uh, and some of you were some of... So, first painting, you know, all over that, that, that high school. You can see the campus now. Uh, we have added a small stadium. Uh, the cafeteria has been operational. You can see the soccer field in the back being used every single day. There's a competitive match between my team and my son Josiah's team. He loses most of the time. <laughs> uh, so, and we have about 200 students, you know, at the high school. And 1,000 students within that, uh, the Lexod schools in the satellite churches, six of them have schools. So we average about 1,500 students. 1,000 of them at the Lexod system get a hot meal you know, every day. And that's where we connect to the fourth thing that I want to say briefly something about is the farm. Again, if you look on the bottom section of the picture, some of you were there building those storage bins, you know, a few years back. Uh, and now we are farming something like 300 acres, you know, of land. Uh, we are looking forward to doubling that over the next couple of years. And the products benefit the farmers who own the land, but also the profits go into feeding the children at the school. Uh, so we are thankful, you know, for what the Lord has been doing. And... In whatever we do, it's always, you know, how does it impact, you know, the lives of the people in the community? You know, and the faces that you will see now, a lot of them are children in the schools, and 
the testimony that our presence, you know, has brought to the community is almost unimaginable. You know, I, had, I was going to use one little illustration. You know, a few years back, the Jones, uh, Perkins, I think, uh, the Lucas, not, not you, your wife, <laughs> came. <laughs> and, and the Jones was sponsoring a child. And we went to visit that child. You know, they were not Christian at the time. Because at the school, we accept everyone. We are not heavily uh, proselytizing, but we do have convocations once a week where we preach the gospel so that they will know. And by our testimony, and that very young lady grew up from preschool, primary school, now she's in high school. And on the second Sunday of January, she was baptized, you know, as a Christian. And that's the testimony, you know, that the school have, you know, for the children and for their parents. And I would just want to say thank you to you and thank you to our Lord for his provision. And we want to spend a few minutes again in prayer. You know, again, we'll take a minute of silent prayer, you know, for the world, because the crisis is all over the world. Uh, we don't know if it's in Haiti. Officially, they say it's not in Haiti yet. It's in the Dominican Republic. You know, but we don't have the capacity to really treat it. If it gets there, if you think social distances of this much, we will close everything <laughs> down in Fondeblan for sure. So by all means, pray you know, for the third world countries especially you know, that do not have the capacity you know, to address the, the, the issue as they should. So let's take a minute of silent prayer and then I'll pray. Our Father, we praise you for what you have done in each of our lives, for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, that you have given to us. And it is by his transforming power that we can take the gospel to every point of the world. And no matter what the situations may be, we can be assured you know, that you are there protecting every step that we take because even before the foundation of the world you had already determined you know what our course would be so we are assured that even in this moment that you already know how you will bring us out of it we pray for the people in the third world especially today and the <coughs> special challenge that they face not knowing you know if they will have you know, the necessary medicine, you know, to treat such a problem. If they will have the necessary communication channels to let people know what they should do in case, you know, they are aware that this situation exists. But we know of your compassion for those who are less fortunate and that you will provide a way for them also to find a solution. And in all of this, we will only give you the praise and honor that you deserve because you are our Lord, our Savior, and our protector. We pray in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. God's grace is sufficient. Let's sing his praises. Kenny.
from James 5, and this is the first first part of verse 13. It says, is anyone among you suffering? Then he must pray. We pray uh, in the midst of suffering because it takes our eyes off of the temporary things, and it helps us lift our eyes uh, to the Lord to consider eternal things. We pray so that our so that we're not distracted by our present circumstances, uh, but so that we're considering what the Lord may be do, doing for eternity. Um, if anyone's suffering, they're supposed to pray. When we're suffering, when we're in crisis, we're supposed to pray because God tells us to. And we're supposed to ask boldly and in faith, believing that he can do what we ask, but believing that we trust him and that his timing is right and that um, his purposes are right. And so um, if any of you are suffering, let's pray. And as we know people who are suffering, let's pray for them that they too will be able to lift up their eyes uh, and see eternal things. So let's just take a minute and pray for uh, people that are suffering around the world right now. And uh, as you pray for them, just also ask that you would uh, consider, think about um, how the Lord wants to use you in other people's lives to bring um, encouragement to them. So let's have a word of prayer together. God, what a privilege it is for us to be able to come to you in prayer. Um, When we don't understand um, what's happening in our world, when we don't understand um, why you would allow these things to happen, Lord, it's good for us to be able to come before you humbly and to say that we trust you. 
and that we're thankful for your love for us and the way that you've um, invited us into relationship with you through your son and the way you've invited us to pray. And the way, God, that you know that prayer is good for us to take our eyes off of these temporary things, to lift our eyes to see the eternal, to call out to you, God, as the one who can help. Prayer helps us to recognize our own inability and insufficiency, and God, your sufficiency and ability to actually help in these times. So God, we pray for those who are suffering right now, those who are suffering physically, for people who are sick around the world. God, we ask that you would give them rest and strength to their bodies. We ask that you would bring healing. And we believe, God, that you can do it. God, we pray for those who are um, suffering emotionally in fear and in worry right now. God, I pray that they would know your peace. We pray that your people would shine brightly and that people would not see in us fear or worry, but that they would see in us people who have listened to the word and received it that tells us not to be anxious, but to turn that anxious energy into prayer, that we, be, that we would be people who model that for the world around us, the peace that comes from knowing uh, the God um, who can help. Lord, we pray for those who are working to find a cure right now. We pray that you would give them um, wisdom and the strength to endure through this time. We know that they're working hard and long hours. And so, God, we pray that you would help them in this. We pray for the doctors who are caring uh, for the sick right now. We pray that they would be able to um, find in their weariness um, the knowledge that they've learned. And, Lord, we thank you that, um, that you can help them in that. We pray that you would. Lord, we pray that you would protect people right now, the most vulnerable, the least and the, um, the elderly, God, we pray that you would um, help them right now and in all of those various places, help their caregivers, that you would give them strength also. And we, Lord, we ask these things um, because you tell us that we can, and we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's, it's time for us to receive our offering, and we can't pass the contaminated plates. So we're going to do it different this morning. Uh, we're going to pray right now. And then at, at the end of the service as you're leaving, um, if you have your offerings to give, uh, there will be uh, elders or deacons at the uh, doors with plates, and you can drop those in. They're not there to count or to see who's giving or anything like that. We know, we know that this body gives in a variety of ways, you know, online and, and all the different, I, I don't even know all the names of the things that we use to, to give. And so I know all of us are doing that, but this is an important part of our service whether we're actually giving today or not, we're, we're praising God for his provision and trusting him to use us um, for the, the multiplication of thanksgiving, you know, in his name. And so Dan Smith is going to come down and lead us in our prayer uh, for this offering. So before we do that, sorry, uh, I want us to all, I was thinking about our technology and the way we give and so many different things so i don't know which is the best camera for us to look at you which one that one so every well, i got three points everybody's pointing at different things <laughs> that one that one that one okay everybody stand up and look at that camera i guess right well bill's saying this and you're saying that all right Everybody wave at the camera. We're going to do this for a couple of seconds because we literally have people around the world that are tuned in to Midway Community Church. And we're going to give them a couple of seconds to find somebody that they know. Keep waving. Come on. This is weird, but that's all right. All right. Are we good? Everybody wave at somebody. So I was just thinking, you know, when Dean made the comment, you know, the way we give the funds that have been coming in over the years to be able to give us the technology, you know, the folks in the back that 
run our cameras, we have so much to be thankful for. You know, uh, we are out of debt as a church. So what a blessing that is because there are going to be a lot of people that are going to be in need. You know, a lot of people are concerned about their jobs right now. We heard different things about that. Um, So there's going to be a lot of anxiety just around finances and things like that. And we're blessed. So we're just going to thank the Lord for his abundance to us and also pray for people who are looking for jobs during this time. And the Lord will also give us wisdom as far as how to use our funds to have an impact on people. You know, this is always the, peop- the situation where, you know, when remember the story where Jesus says, you know, when you gave it to someone, you didn't realize it, how you were using it for, for my goodwill. So this is going to be a chance for us to have an impact on people's lives. So let's pray. Father, we just come before you humbly and just thank you for how you have provided for Midway Community Church. Um, Father, we thank you that uh, our body is a group of individuals that trust in you and realize that you are the giver of all things. Father, that you are the owner of all things. And Lord, we want to be good stewards of the things that you have uh, given to us. Father, we thank you for the blessings. We thank you for how you have provided for Midway to be able to literally stream around the world, and we're thankful for that. Father, we just pray for our jobs. We pray for wisdom and how to use our finances. Father, we pray that um, when people come to us and they ask, Father, that we realize that our hands are open and that we're willing to use whatever resources, whatever talents, whatever skills that you've given us to bring glory to Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for wisdom. And, Lord, we just pray that uh, you will continue to bless us and uh, just guide us as we use our resources. And, Father, we thank you for our building. We thank you for so many things. And, Lord, we continue to have an open hand, and we realize that you're the God of all things, and you own it all, and we're thankful for that. And it's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. We're going to sing a song that acknowledges our sins. They are many. His mercy is more. Stand if you're able. What love could remember no wrongs we have done. Omniscient, all-knowing, he counts not their sum. Thrown into a sea without bottom or shore. Our sins, they are many, his mercy is more. Praise
Proverbs uh, chapter 14 and the 34th verse. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. Let's bow together in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning in the righteousness of Jesus Christ, your Son. And we lift up our country to you. Because we're in crisis. We need your mercy. We deserve what's happening to us and more. Because righteousness exalts a nation. And we are not living your righteousness. Even those in our country who don't know you have your law written on their hearts and we as a nation are ignoring that and living against that law that's written in our hearts. And many of your people who do know you and do have your word are living against the clear instruction of your word. And so we, as a body of Christ here, a local body, we, as we've already confessed our own sins to you, Father, we now lift up our nation and ask that you would be merciful. And we know that enacting your mercy on us would also be drawing us to repentance. We pray that today, during this national day of prayer, that you would work in the hearts of the people of this country and draw them to your righteousness. Draw them to that law that's written in their hearts and draw them to faith in Jesus Christ, your Son. Help us to turn from our greed. Help us to turn from our immorality. Help us to turn from our impurity. Help us to turn from our murder and violence, especially against the unborn. Do a work, we pray, not only in our hearts, but in the hearts of of those that live in the United States of America. Help them to see the brevity of life through this virus. Help them to understand the fear of death and that the only remedy for either is the work of Jesus Christ, your son. Give us as your people, as your children, as your believers, give us boldness in our witness and make us fruitful for your glory. And we pray that you in this way 
would bless our country and our world. In Jesus' name, amen. The praise team is going to lead us in amazing grace. And as we stand and sing, we'd give you an opportunity to come forward if you want to join Midway. We give you an opportunity to come forward if you want to let the rest of this body know that you've received Christ today or in recent days. Acknowledge him before men. We give you that opportunity. Maybe the Lord's dealing with you in another way. Uh, you can come down and use these, uh, use these steps as a, as a place of prayer if you need to do that. Feel free to do so. Whatever the case, let's remember our great God who through his son, the Lord Jesus, has poured out into our lives his amazing grace. good to be in your house. It's good to be with your people, Lord. We just thank you for, for loving us, for the gift of Jesus Christ, for the body of Christ that we can serve through and be ministered to as well. Lord, protect us as we go from this place. Give us your eyes and ears to see the needs of those around us. Give us your wisdom. And most of all, give us your love for, for you and for those around us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs>